Asperges me, Domine isopoet mundabor, lavabis me, et supernivem de alba. Psalms with a Sinner. I'm your host, Cole Parker. In nomine Patris, Sefidi, Spiritus Sancti. Amen. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you hear me, and that you see me. I adore you with profound reverence and I ask your pardon for my sins and the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. Psalm 7 O Lord my God, in thee have I put my trust. Save me from all them that persecute me, and deliver me. Look at any time he sees upon my soul like a lion, while there is no one to redeem me nor to save. O Lord my God, if I have done this thing, if there be inequity in my hands, if I have rendered to them that repaid me evils, let me deservedly fall empty before my enemies. Let the enemy pursue my soul and take it, and tread down my life on the earth, and bring down my glory to the dust. Rise up, O Lord, in thy anger, and be thou exalted in the borders of my enemies. And arise, O Lord my God, in the precept which thou hast commanded, and a congregation of people shall surround thee. And for their sakes return thou on high, the Lord judgeth the people. Judge me, O Lord according to thy justice, according to my innocence in me. The wickedness of sinners shall be brought to naught, and thou shalt direct the just, the searcher of hearts and reins is God. Just is my help from the Lord, who saveth the upright of heart. God is a just judge, strong and patient. Is he angry every day? Except you will be converted, he will brandish his sword he hath bent his bow and made it ready. And in it he hath prepared the instruments of death. He hath made ready his arrows for that burn. Behold, he hath been in labor with injustice. He hath conceived sorrow and brought forth inequity. He hath opened a pit and dug it, and he is fallen into the hole he made. His sorrow shall be turned on his own head, and his inequity shall come down upon his crown. I will give glory to the Lord according to his justice, and will sing to the name of the Lord the Most High. O Lord my God, in you I put my trust. It has long been common to remark that the book of Psalms is a most human book in the sense that its various prayers cover a wide range of emotions and sentiments, that there are virtually no situations in the moral life for which the psalmist provides no appropriate words of prayer, that the Psalter is a veritable mirror, as it were, of the human spirit facing the manifold and varying conditions of our destiny. 
All this is true, of course, but taken without further qualifications, it may represent a truth easily misunderstood. For the humanism found in the Psalter is not based solely on the universality of its human aspirations and sentiments. The Psalter is not human in merely the same sense that the Iliad is human or the Pickwick Papers. These works, after all, do likewise cover the multiple range of emotions, sentiments, and convictions with respect to man's situation, his moral freedom, his duty, and his destiny. It is important to stress, nonetheless, that the Psalter is human in a far deeper and more properly theological sense. The humanism of the Psalter is a humanism rooted in the Incarnation. The Psalter is not human merely because it speaks for man in general, but because it speaks for Christ. The underlying voice of the Psalms is not simply man, but the man. To enter into the prayer of this book is not merely to share the sentiments of King David, or Asaph, or one of the other inspired poets. Indeed, in a theological sense, the voices of these men are secondary, hardly more important than our own. The foundational voice of Psalms, the underlying baseline of its harmony, is rather the voice of Christ, the only mediator between God and man. The correct theological principle for praying the Psalms is the hypostatic union, the ontological and irreversible coalescence of the human and the divine, the synthesis, the, bah, the synthesis achieved by God, which carries the name of Jesus Christ. It is not surprising, then, that we will on occasion come across certain sentiments in the Psalms that are difficult to appropriate as our own. It does not take me long to discover that some of the lines of the Psalter are impossible to pray in my own person. There are cases in which my own voice is inadequate to express the sense of the Psalm itself. Psalm 7 provides an early example of this phenomenon. How many of us would feel comfortable claiming for ourselves the moral innocence expressed in this psalm? This is the prayer of someone whose hands are clean and mind undefiled, a man whose conscience finds nothing for which to reproach him. The voice of this psalm is his of whom St. Peter wrote that he committed no sin, nor was deceit found in his mouth. 2 Peter 1.22 This supremely... This is a supremely psalm of the Lord's redemptive sufferings at the hands of injustice. Line by line, it inscribes the mounting drama of the Passion. Day by day, it chronicles the sentiments of Holy Week, the official plot against the Lord's life, the growing tension as he, as he daily, daily parries the hostile interrogations, his early anointing and preparation for his burial, the bribe accepted by Judas to betray him and his enemies, the evil air enveloping that supper in which he washes the feet of his friends and identifies his betrayer, the prolonged prayer in the garden and his bloody sweat, the lengthy nocturnal trial during which he is three, three times denied by yet another of the twelve, the spittings and the mockery in the court of the high priest, the hailing before the cowardly Pilate, the humiliation at the cruel hands of Herod, the fickle crowd seeking to release Barabbas and calling his own blood on their heads and the heads of their children, 
the brutal scourging at the pillar and the crowning with thorns, the carrying of the cross and the encounter with the women of Jerusalem, the stripping and distribution of his clothing, the fierce driving of the nails through his hands and feet, his raising on the cross and forgiveness of his persecutors, the excruciating distension of his joints and the racking of his entire body, the thirst, the agony, the death. Such is the proper setting for Psalm 7. As mankind's single, just man suffers and dies to atone for the sins of the rest, to pray this psalm properly is to enter into the mind of the Lord in the context of his redemptive passion. It is not to give expression to our own personal feelings, but to discover something of his. It is to taste, in some measure, the, brit the bitterness and gall. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum, benedicta tu in mulieribus, e benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria, Mata Dei, ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc den in hora motis nostri. Gloria Patri et Filio, Spiritui Sanctos, curerat in principio, et nunc et semper, in secula seculorum. Amen.